Bidzy Small Business Society, number two. You're listening to Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Barisoff. We talk to small business owners about what makes their small business successful. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, sign up for your 30-day free trial at Bidzy.com. Today on Bidzy Small Business Society, I am so excited to be joined by Nathan Lotka. Nathan is an entrepreneur in the purest sense. He took an idea and sold over $70,000 worth before even building it. By the age of 24, Nathan built his business, Heyo.com, into an eight-figure company that helps businesses engage with their customers while generating and converting leads. Welcome to our show, Nathan. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your business? Wow, Rob, thank you for that introduction. I know you have beautiful people, smart people listening in, so thank you for having me on. You called me pure. Listen, my mother would probably (laughs) not use that word, but we'll see. We'll see. (laughs) So listen, folks, um, I, I was super insecure when I was 19 years old. Uh, you know, I was studying architecture at Virginia Tech, quickly realized nobody was hiring architects, pre-sold 70 grand worth of Facebook fan pages, then started refunding everybody because I didn't know how to build those pages. I then got unlazy, learned how to build them, built a team, built this company to $30,000 per month business where we sold people the ability to drag and drop together their own Facebook campaigns. Think like Wix or Weebly or Squarespace, but instead of for websites, we did that for Facebook fan page apps. So we grew to 30 grand per month in recurring revenue. We then raised a series seed back in 2011 where we raised $550,000 a Rob from really the world's smartest angel investors. I mean, it was unbelievable the success we had considering we weren't in Silicon Valley. We were in the mountains of Virginia and we raised capital from David Cohen at Techstars, Paul Singh from 500 Startups, some very, very amazing, tough, smart people. We then kept growing it. And over the past, uh, you know, well, I'm 26 now. So over the past six years, we grew it. We raised another $2 million from a Forbes billionaire, which was obviously fantastic. We grew it to 10,000 monthly paying customers. And just recently, I ran a great bidding process and we sold it to our number one competitor for a lot of money. Everyone was very, very happy. So that's, that's the story in a nutshell. This sounds like an extremely wild ride. So you were generating revenue without even having a product. What was happening in the marketplace at that time where you saw an opportunity to present and ultimately build out your ideas? I actually didn't know if there was going to be an opportunity. That's why I said, if I can sell enough of them, then there is an opportunity and then I'll figure out how to deliver them. So that, you know, pre-selling is the ultimate hedge. And so many people go, Nathan, that's illegal. It's unethical. Listen, no, it's smart. It's really smart because the alternative is you have people, maybe some people listening right now that work for years on a project and you go, why don't you have any sales? And they go, well, it's not ready yet. I'm still building it. Nobody care when you're selling, nobody cares if the thing is actually built. They buy ideas and they buy you. So focus on selling the idea first and then invest your time in actually building it. It's such a critical lesson. Nathan, what other sort of lean steps would you recommend for an aspiring entrepreneur? 
that look, that is the biggest one. It's the one that drove me. Uh, and you know, you just have to remember wealthy people and wealthy companies stay wealthy because not because they make more money than you because they're better at keeping it. Okay. When they see an advertisement on Christmas for, you know, a black Friday sale, they don't spend the money. Rich people are great at keeping money, not making it. You've enjoyed some success, Nathan, and it seems like you've just got that Midas touch where everything you do turns to gold. But what were some of the challenges that you faced in first selling something that didn't exist and then some of the challenges in actually launching your business? Well, look, people come at me so hard all the time. And, and Rob, I'm a counterpuncher, right? I, don't, I never punch for if somebody hits me, I'll hit back and I'll <laughs> win. But, you know, listen, as you're doing big and aggressive things, people will come at you. That's how the, that's how the world works. Most people crumble. Because they can't stand if one person on earth doesn't love them and, and, and it hurts their ego, right? So they, they then worry the rest of their life about making that one person happy. It's psychological poison. And by the way, you can use it to your advantage when going after your enemies. It's very easy to feed people poison, again, if you really want to beat them badly. But that's besides the point. Um, you know, what I will tell you is, is you know, building a company is not easy. You're going to get attacked. You just have to know what you stand for, know what the core truths are in your business, and build on those. Nathan, I've got a two-part question here. So the first one is, what are some of the rewards that someone will take away from working with you? And the second is, what does your own success really look like? What keeps you motivated to work so hard to help others achieve their entrepreneurial goals? Well, look, ultimately, I like win. I mean, I like winning. That's just what I do. I like winning. And, you know, this, this, you know, this Facebook space that I was in was a board game with clearly defined winners and losers. And that's what's critical is like, I could wake up every morning and know if I was winning or losing. And ultimately we won big because we sold, right? But that, that I mean, that is what drives me. So, you know, right now, you know, I mean, a great example is the podcast that I have, okay? A lot of people, Rob, they said, Nathan, why are you launching a podcast? You're in the mountains of Virginia. That's not a media empire, You're not New York. You don't know people. You're, you're like 24, 25, 26 years old. No one's going to want to come on the show. Why do a podcast? And I told them, Rob, I looked them in the face and I said, this will be the number one ranked business podcast by the end of the summer. It will be the best. And it is, right? And sure enough, by the end of the summer, <laughs> it turned into that, right? Are you listening? I've been listening to a few of them, yes. What do you like best about them? Well, I like that they're very direct. It's fast. It's hard hitting. There's not a lot of fluff. You sort of just peel back the onion and really get to the core of what entrepreneurs and successful business owners are doing to be successful. And Rob, the reason I do this is because there are so many people out there online that post fancy Facebook cover photos with their new car or whatever, and they're broke as heck. They're broke. They, they fake it. So people come on my show and I get to the truth super fast. I ask them, how much money did you make last month in your business and how did you do it? And how much cash did you keep? You know, all these people, they do a big affiliate launches and brag that they did a million dollar launch. But Rob, they're paying like affiliates 90%, right? And then they have other costs, Facebook ads. So they're making like a dollar. So I just cut through it. It's called the top entrepreneurs and iTunes if people want to listen in. I really have some, I mean, the richest, the wealthiest, the smartest people, the folks at the top are the only ones I have on the show. So I'm really, really enjoying that. It's the fat ink said it's the fastest growing business podcast they've seen. We went from zero to a million downloads in under six months. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. 
We've got one of them on our show today, guys, the top entrepreneurs. So tune in to Nathan's show as soon as possible. That is the top. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. I appreciate that, man. Absolutely, yeah. So Nathan, you've got a large band of loyal followers all over social media. What else are you doing to engage with your audience and grow your customer base? I guess, what did you do with Hale? What would you say to an entrepreneur about just getting that initial traction, capitalizing on their momentum, and expanding their audience? Well, look, one of the number one ways we grew at Heyo was every campaign that was published said powered by Heyo. So almost 34% of our new traffic and new customers each month came from what we call product marketing. That's like free customer acquisition costs. It's a great way to grow your business. Right now, though, listen, I've sold Heyo, so I don't need anybody's money. I don't need any, I'm not looking to sell anybody on anything. You know, you know, sponsors are wanting, to, are, are wanting to come on and sponsor the podcast, and some of them I'm thinking about. Others, it's, it's a definite no. But, you know, now what I'm doing in terms of growing kind of our audience and our, if you want to call it customer base, fine, is just giving content that doesn't exist anywhere else online. I mean, the, con- the revenue number, you know, when I can get somebody on my show, that did $900 million in sales last year. His name was Alan Block. He founded Vroom.com, V-R-O-O-M. And when I can help get in and he breaks down his margins, his top line revenue, you know, how much equity of the business he owns, how much capital he raised, all this stuff. I mean, Rob, it doesn't exist online. So because I have nothing to lose, I can go out and just hit people really hard and get the answers that people really want to know, but everyone's too scared to ask. Nathan, in your opinion, which social media platform is most important for engaging with an audience and getting more leads, and why? So that's a really tricky question. Um, I don't like it mainly because there, we are in a society where, if you know, when when a new platform pops up tomorrow, like four experts jump on it and then call themselves the Periscope expert and then sell info courses on it, and it's complete crap because they don't do it well themselves. So I hate help telling people think about which platforms. Here's what I will tell you. You don't need to be on all of them. And the best way to do this is to understand how your ideal customer learns. If they're an auditory, you know, there's three learning styles, kinesthetic, auditory, and visual. If they're a visual learner, things like being on Pinterest is really great or Instagram is great. If they're an auditory learner, doing podcasts, doing blog talk radio, doing interviews is great. If you're a kinesthetic learner, doing things like Facebook and Twitter are great. Kinesthetic combines auditory and visual. So I wouldn't so much worry about should I be on Facebook because Gary Vee is or should I be on Snapchat or whatever. Focus on how your customers learn and go spend your time where they are. Nathan, I've reached a point in our show where we sort of lighten things up a little bit and we just ask a few questions to learn about your personal interests. Are you ready? Rob, come on. Don't give me this light stuff. You got to hit me hard. You got to make me feel uncomfortable. (laughs) What type of cell phone do you use? What the hell is this? An Apple iPhone 5 or 6? What type of car do you drive? I'm, I'm Uber. I mean, Uber is really what I'm doing now. I really don't own many things, but Uber. What is your favorite vacation spot? Uh, I don't really vacation. I'm kind of nomadic. Let me see how I can answer that question, kind of rephrase it. I like kind of spending my time like two weeks in different spots. You know, I'll go to L.A. for two. You know, I just was at the Oscars the other day with, you know, Caitlyn Jenner. That That was crazy, wasn't it? I mean, it's unbelievable. Caitlyn Jenner was there, Mariah Carey, all these. I mean, Elton John, Rob Kraft, the, the owner of the Patriots. It was unbelievable. But my point is, I guess I don't I don't I think people think about vacation as like a time when you turn off. I'm always on. I'm always turned on. So I just go throw myself at different experiences. It'll be, you know, at the Oscars one night and then the next night it'll be, you know, like hiking a mountain somewhere by myself and just having me time. So that's what I do. I throw myself at experiences. 
I can feel the enthusiasm through my earbuds <laughs> here. Uh, Nathan, do you have a favorite book right now? Oh, gosh. Uh, so people who know me know I'm reading about a book a day right now. Right, I'm reading a book a day because I have time and I can focus. And I go, Rob, between biography and strategy book every other day. And probably my most favorite books I read was when I was kind of doing this study comparing creativity to commerce. So what's more important, right? You know, the business guy in a business or the art guy, right? The creative person or, or gal. And what I studied was I read Warren Buffett's biography, Snowball, and compared it to Walt Disney's biography, Right. And then I read this book called Storming the Magic Kingdom, which was about in 1984 when Wall Street arbitragers, basically, or arbiters, realized that the Disney's stock value or market cap was less than the total real estate value that Walt Disney owned. And so they went after it. They started buying up a bunch of the stock. In the end, Walt Disney Company did green mail to the investor. People can look up what that means, but it's a, it's a term in investing where you pay off this particular arbiter investor about 130% of what the market price of that stock is to get them off uh, your cap table so they don't have to own any stock at that point. But what you'll learn about this story is it reveals that the way Walt Disney and his older brother Roy Disney worked is Walt was the creative force. Roy was the business force. So Walt would say something to Roy like, Walt, I Roy, I'm doing Cinderella no matter what. It's going to be our first trifecta color video. It was amazing, groundbreaking at the time. And Walt would say, I'm spending $176 bucks on it. He'd say, Roy, go figure out how to make the money. It sounds intense. It sounds complex. Nathan, this next question is quite a bit lighter. What is your favorite food? This is so tricky for me to answer because I eat the same thing every day. I, I have systems in my life. So I'll tell you what I eat very quickly. Every morning, it's three eggs. Five stalks of asparagus, okay, uh, lemon water. The lemon is critical. You put lemon in your water in the morning, it bounces your pH very fast, and avocado. For lunch every day, I will do salted caramel Greek yogurt mixed in with wheat, uh, ground-up wheatgrass and chia seed with either strawberries, raspberries, or blueberries, or blackberries mixed in along with kachi seed. And so I'll have about half a bowl of, of, of that for lunch. And then for dinner, I'll typically have one chicken breasts, a whole thing of that 90-second brown rice that you can make in your microwave, and about two handfuls of green salad, a mixture of kind of kale and spinach and all and lettuce and all these things. In between all of those, I eat Quest bars and Cliff bars, and I drink a lot of water. Look him up online, and you'll see he's looking very good, largely probably as a result of that diet. <laughs> <laughs> it's the come over. It's the come over. <laughs> So, Nathan, I have one more of these for you. Besides the top and Bidzy Small Business Society, what is your favorite podcast? Hmm, probably Ryan Moran's. It's called Freedom Fast Lane. I really like that one. He gets to the nitty-gritty. He's a really sharp business guy, and it's one that I listen to very frequently. We have a few more questions, but first, a word from our sponsor. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, are you tired of scrambling on the phone searching for someone to complete your projects? Are you tired of tedious internet searches trying to connect with a service provider who may or may not be available to help you with your projects? Try Bidzy. Post your projects for free at Bidzy.com and we will connect you with respected local businesses who will bid on your projects. Everything from home renovation and auto repair to handyman and cleaning services. Post your projects for free, sit back, and let local businesses come to you. 
Businesses, are you trying to find a way to expand your customer base without breaking the bank? Finding new customers and marketing your business is expensive and time-consuming. Try Bidzy. Bidzy notifies you each time a customer posts a project in your subscribe categories. Submit your bid, win the project, gain a new customer relationship. Sign up for your 30-day free trial at Bidzy.com to connect with new customers and grow your business. Nathan, the next one is this. What is the one thing you want to share with our listeners about starting lean and just going for it and taking that leap like you did into entrepreneurship? It's simple. Don't spend money. I mean, I know that's hard to, let me give you a practical way of how to do that. Even let's say you have 5,000 bucks in your bank right now and you're going, I want to spend this on the business. Well, that's, you become less creative than if you had no money at all. So one of the biggest mistakes I made at Hey was when we raised all that money, we lost our creative sense because we just said, oh, we'll just buy it, right? We'll just buy traffic instead of being creative about how to get it for free. So force yourself and brainwash yourself to think you have no money. That's how you'll get creative. It's how you'll spend less. It's how you'll make more. And it's how you come, you become very rich, very wealthy, and very successful. Nathan, what does the future look like for you? Well, very simple. A lot of people are telling me, Nathan, you need to build a media empire around podcasting. You should produce other podcasts. You should build it so big where you're getting 10, 20, 40, 50 million downloads per month. You know, we'll do, you know, I want to build it to getting 50 million downloads per month. You know, radio right now only gets about 200 million listeners per month. So ideally overtake radio, buy up all the radio stations in the country, build a huge media business and then and then pair video with that and ultimately build the next generation of kind of video content and and build it bigger than, you know, CNN, Fox, ABC, NBC, all these guys, CBS and just start buying them out and producing really smart people. After that, I really want to launch a best selling business book. I'll sell 10 million copies of it. It'll be great. It's going to be called Getting to the Top with Nathan Latka. It's going to be an amazing, amazing book. It'll be one for the ages. After that, I plan to run for president in 2036 and win (laughs) and win really big. I'm serious, Rob. We're going to win. It's going to be amazing. And then after that, I want to build the world's largest hedge fund, which means I've got to get $100 billion assets under management. The reason I want to do that is because I think people waste too much money. I'm really good with money. I know how to create jobs with money. I know how to bring society out of poverty with money. So I'm really good at that. And then lastly, after that, I'd love to build and really take a company public before I turn 35. So those are the next things on my agenda. Amazing stuff. I hope you're as inspired as I am. Nathan is dreaming big and he has not failed yet. Keep your finger on the pulse of Nathan Latka. And speaking of which, how can people find you? Uh, well, first off, if they really want, you know, go listen to the, my podcast. People will really like it. Just search the top entrepreneurs, Nathan Latka on iTunes. And listen, if you want, guys, if you're listening right now and you're going, I wish I could kind of see behind the scenes. What are Nathan's taxes and finances look like, right? What what is what is you know what are some of the strategies that work for him? If you guys want to see my profit and loss statement when I was first starting Heyo, the one we used to really raise five hundred fifty thousand dollars, just text the word Nathan to three three four four four. That's Nathan N A T H A N to three. You can also connect with me on Twitter at Nathan Latka or on Snapchat. My username is N-L-A-T-K-A. So those are the best ways, Rob. Nathan, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you today. And we thank you for being so generous with your time and joining us on Bidzy Small Business Society. You take care. Uh, Rob, I think the podcast is going to do great. Thank you for having me on. I think you're a real winner. I can't wait to see it take off. Thank you. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. 
Customers, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, sign up for your 30-day free trial at Bidzy.com. You've been listening to Bidzy Small Business Society. Connect with us at Bidzy.com and grow your business. Take a second and support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing us a positive review and leaving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your five-star rating will allow us to continue to bring you inspiring stories from successful entrepreneurs like the one you heard today. Rate and review Bidzy Small Business Society today. 